Network people! Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, where the gaming table is always set for two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week I am joined by Rich Howard for a game of The Bite by Dan Enders. Rich is a writer of RPG and board game content, host of Whelmed, The Young Justice Files, which is a rewatch podcast of the recently renewed DC animated series, and just the nicest guy on the face of the earth. Which makes it really funny that we played The Bite, because The Bite is a game about your feelings towards violence when put into the most desperate situation. We play two people trapped in a room together in a zombie apocalypse. One of us may or may not have been bitten. There is a gun in the middle of the room with a single bullet. We have to decide, will we use it? And if so, who we will use it on. A quick content warning, this game is heavy. There is some talk of self-harm and there is some talk of harming one another. Just be warned, it's a a hard episode. And before we dive in, I have some Patreon people to thank. Thank you so much to Kevin Gallagher from Everything is Awesome, Taylor LeBresh from Riverhouse Games, Darcy Ross from Cypherspeak and Gnome Stew, Specs AK, and creator of The Bite, Dan Enders. <laughs> You're all amazing, and I love you, and thank you so much. I am internally grateful. And with all that said, let's throw it over to me in the past so he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week I am joined by Rich Howard. Rich, thank you for coming on Party of One. Oh, man. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Oh, I'm so excited to have you on the show. This is going to be a lot of fun. So, up top, why don't you talk a little bit about anything going on that you might want people to know about, uh, any projects you're working on, any big podcasts you might be releasing in the next few weeks that might be coming up that are very exciting, that sort of thing. (laughs) I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't podcast. Oh, well, okay, Um, moving on. Except for the part where I do. Um, (laughs) Yes, uh, some of your listeners may be familiar with... um, the Caleb G. from the RPG Academy Podcasts Network. He and I have started a new podcast. It actually airs, uh, as of this recording, it airs this coming Friday with our episode zero. It is called Whelmed, The Young Justice Files. It is a, a series that is meant to break down and analyze the fantastic DC animated universe series, Young Justice. We'll also be exploring um, storytelling in general, developing ensemble cast characters uh, for role-playing games, novel writing, etc. We'll be talking about the series and how it relates to DC Comics, uh, the history of these characters, the history of the team uh, as a team from Teen Titans through to this modern incarnation. We're also going to be pointing out a ton of spoilers, a ton of Easter eggs, things like that that you would not have noticed if you hadn't watched it. Um, an absurd and embarrassing number of times like I have um, <laughs> to uh, so people can see the many, many layers that the creators of this show put into it. It's, it's fantastic. I'm hoping that it will be broad enough that uh, people will hopefully get excited and go watch uh, Young Justice on uh, Netflix, but also that it will appeal to those people who are gamers uh, and writers who want to learn about storytelling mm-hmm. and, and kind of how to do this in a, in a broader sense. I, I'm so excited for that. I'm so excited for Wound. I think it sounds great. I am a huge Young Justice fan. I am Excellent. really excited to hear more about it. I cannot wait for that episode to drop. Oh man, I'm so excited. I <laughs> I'm yeah, so glad. I, yeah. Oh gosh, I'm I really also excited. do some. I also do some uh, 
uh, third-party publishing stuff for 5th edition, uh, mostly 5th edition. I've done some Pathfinder work as well. Um, I am a periodic columnist on a website called Tribality.com. I have a Patreon. Uh, I have a, an RP, new RPG system I'm working on currently that oh, uh, I'm hoping to, hoping to get out to get playtested a bit, which may need to be... I don't know if anybody you know anybody with a podcast that might want to play a game. Uh, I know a few people. Maybe because I might I might uh, might want to be getting that happen soon too. So a few things a few things on the burner. Excellent, excellent. All right, here we go. Uh, so this week we are playing the bite by Dan Enders. Um, it is. I'm a little terrified, but I'm I'm also excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm shaking my head. I'm I'm blaming Dan already. <laughs> I would like oh, to gosh. point out that when, when Dan posted this, he said, it was on Twitter, and he said, I created a game, I'm never going to play it, it terrifies me. And uh, immediately Jeff and I were like, we need to play this game. Yeah, I was like, let's <laughs> play this game together, this is going to be great. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, the, the, the Bite is a game for two people. It is a game inspired by zombie movies. It sort of, it also uh, really evokes... If you've ever seen the movie The Thing, which is one of my favorite movies, it sort of evokes so the, thing. the the last scene in The Thing, which is, I think, one of the greatest moments in cinema. It's uh, it's real tragic and scary, and I'm real nervous, and it's going to be fun. So, and uh, the other half, the, so why don't we talk up, before we deal out the cards and start the game, first thing I want to say is, as we always do on Party of One, um... We're using cut and break as a safety mechanism because we're probably going to need it. Um, basically, if at any point you feel like you want to slow things down and take a breather, just say break. We'll pump the brakes. If at any point you want to take a hard stop and you need to breathe or talk about anything or just, you know, it gets too real, say cut. We'll stop the scene. We'll take a pause. Sounds good. Sounds good. So... Character-wise, um, we had talked about this, and we are playing ourselves, which I think is exciting and really terrifying. But yeah, yeah. So the premise of the bite is a zombie event happens. It is something. A zombie event happens. We are on the run. We have found ourselves trapped in a room. It is just the two of us. One of us may or may not have been bitten. And there is a gun with, I believe, a single bullet? I would imagine. So there's a gun with a single bullet in the middle of the room. And we are sitting there. The only thing that we have is our conversations and this gun. And we have to figure out if one of us has been bitten. And if so, if we are comfortable doing what has to be done to survive. Or, you know, pulling the trigger on ourselves. Now... So no pressure. I'm going to no pressure. So I am going to deal out the way this works is we each get four cards from a deck of nine cards. And these cards have conversation topics on them. And to set the scene as I deal out our cards. This is a place where we are together. This is a place where we are in the same place at the same time, which for you and I, Rich, means it's probably, I'm going to say Gen Con 2017. Yeah, let's do that. Sorry, Gen Con 2017. There was already an apocalyptic combat in 2016, I think, thanks to, um, was it She's a Super Geek, I think? It's just a bad play. Don't go there. 
Nobody go there. <laughs> Death and Carn- Death and Carnage. Yeah, don't go to Gen Con. Just don't. It seems like it's consistently, carnage. it seems pretty consistent in the last few years. It's really fallen off since probably 2016. I hear 2016 when that, when that volcano showed up. There was a, like a volcano that showed up or something. Yeah, blame, uh, yeah. A lot of, blame Jim a lot McClure. Of, a lot of people died. The golden microphone was compromised. It was a rough time. Doesn't sound like 2017 is any better. So yeah. maybe just skip Gen Con this year. Can I can I set the scene for the room we're in a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's now a requirement that uh, Quinn Wilson from Swallows of the South, his dead body is in this room somewhere. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Sorry, Quinn. Sorry, Quinn. Okay. So, the two of us are in a room. Quinn Wilson's body is 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 lying in the center of the room. There, the He's door is jammed guy. with one of these big convention tables. <laughs> there is like audio visual equipment like smashed everywhere. I'm shaking. I assume you are shaking because I know I'm already shaking. And yeah. now we begin the game. So one of us, um, if you have a conversation that you would like to lay down and start the conversation with, or I or I can. I'm gonna, I'll start. How long? How long do we? How long do we think that this has been going on for? Actually, uh, that's going to be the first question I'm going to ask. Okay. Uh, we're settling in, and so how long have you been running, and how many people have you lost? So how long has this been going on? When did this start? How long have we been scrambling? Uh, well... I landed on Wednesday afternoon, and <clears throat> Thursday afternoon, people started getting sick, and I just thought it was an early con crud. Yeah, I figured that was just what happens at cons. I had never been to Gen Con, so I kind of assumed that that many people just get sick. Well, people get sick, but they usually don't get sick till after they get home. Yeah. I mean... You know, it's the it's that time of year. I just figured. Yeah, I was on um, Thursday night. Um, I was on the phone with my family, and um, I was talking to my daughter. She's three, and my wife. My son was already in bed, and my wife said she heard something outside, and then the connection went down. So Jen was IMing me about wrestling. She was watching some DDT show, some Japanese show, and it was just IMing me all the crazy stuff that was happening and then it just went out it could have been a coincidence but that's that's what I, I I figured it was just you know con Wi-Fi is not good but just wonder how long then, how long somebody 
somebody must have flown here from somewhere, but how did they get people to change so fast? It's only been a couple of days. I, I don't, it's, yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand what happened. Like, everything was fine. Thursday, people got sick. By Friday afternoon, it was chaos, and now here we are. Like, I don't understand how in 24 hours it goes from sniffles to... Uh. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. Who... When did you realize, like... Hold on. Did you see somebody... Did you see somebody... Die? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I didn't I didn't know him. But I mean I was I was eating. I tend to I eat alone. The cons. I don't It's it's ironic. I don't like I like cons, but I don't like being around people all the time. Like I just I so I tend to eat by myself in the dining areas and there was a something happened and people got hurt and like, I didn't think at the time that they were dead, but they were dead. I just was so focused on running and getting out of there that I just assumed that they all got out of there, but there's that's naive, I think. I think that's childish to think that they got out. What did you see? People. Like, what happened? People ran in to the dining area where I was at. And just started mobbing, like, rushing people. I was way back in the corner, so I was able to sort of duck out of one of the fire escape exits. But they ran into the main entrance and just started tackling people and biting and scratching and... <sighs> you know, you see, you see people looking like zombies running into a room at a con and you think, like, oh, they're doing a stupid thing and... <laughs> I remember thinking, like, that's really stupid. I remember thinking that's really fucking stupid. Yeah. That, like, oh, they're doing, they're doing, like, a zombie LARP thing, and it's dumb that they're kind of being reckless, and then they tackled people, and... Then they were actually getting hurt. Yeah, and that's when I left, and so... I mean, I know that they died. Like, I know that they died, because here we are now. But I, at the time, I was like, that's... <sighs> I don't know. You just... It's supposed to be a thing where it's all, like, games and fun and friends and... You don't expect it. Did you know the person that died? I... I might have. Like, I didn't know their name. I... But, like... I very well might have known them, and that's kind of the... That kind of sucks, you know, like, I've been doing this thing for a year now, like, and I'm not, it's not big, but it's not small, like, and so people have, 
they may have been somebody that I've spoken to on Twitter or something. Like, that's... Yeah. That sucks. Like, the idea that somebody that I might have, like, connected with somebody and never really known them and then watched them get hurt and killed is... It and, really... And you ran? Kind of makes you just regret doing this. Regret doing what? The podcast and the convention and the whole... Like, in the face of all of this, it just feels like it was an opportunity to get hurt and to expose myself to being hurt. And that fucking sucks, man. Like, it really sucks. I don't think... I don't think this is the only place, Jeff... I know. I, th- I know. It's. It may have just been a coincidence, but I am more and more of the last two days convinced that whatever noise my wife heard outside. Yeah, I, I'm. My I could son- be nice and comfort you, right? But yeah, probably. My son was asleep, you know. So maybe, maybe. But my daughter, my daughter was, I just, um, you talk about regret, <clears throat> doing this thing, being here instead of there. Uh, I, I, f- I feel you, I, trust me, yeah, trust me, I feel you. What was, what was your family like in, when it was better? I don't even know if I can talk about it. I can change the subject if you want, or you can if you want. It's, I just, I figured if we'd wanted to talk about something nicer, but I get it. That was weird. That was a bad timing. I'm sorry. No, no. Not good at. No, it's just a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't know my family. I mean, I don't talk to, talk about them a lot on, um, social media, you know. My wife is, um, my wife's amazing. She's, um, she's a teacher and she's brilliant with the kids, um, changing lives. My daughter is, um. Was. Jen's pretty is, amazing, too. Was. She's, um... Is. 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 Let's say is. I'm gonna say is. She's funny. I don't know. And she's bright, and she's tenacious, and she's kind, and seeing her with her little brother, and helping him, and taking care of him, and loving on him, um... And seeing him, he used to wake up in the morning and instead of asking for me or my wife, he would uh, ask for his sister instead. Even when he was one, one years old, standing up, one of the first words he knew was her name and he'd call her. And um, I 
I just, I always told her there were times she would go to bed at night and, or we would go somewhere or do something and she would just say, Papa, I need, I need an adult with me. She's very responsible. I need an adult with me. And I told her that I would always be there and that there is nothing, nothing would stop me from protecting her. And and something did. And it was yeah. my choice. You talked about your... You mentioned somebody I hadn't heard you mention before on the show. Who? who yeah, who's I, that? I, family, your family as well? Yeah, Jen, my wife. She's a producer, editor on the show. And now she's out there, I assume, I hope choosing to believe she's okay but I don't I can't know that but you know is your arm okay you look like you're bleeding it's fine it's fine you know I'm a nurse I can take a look it's you can take a look if you want I lean lean forward yeah go ahead it's fine like it's it just looks like scratches yeah, and the, the, it's pretty deep scratches. Part of like cat ownership is that I've kind of always got scratches and I don't actually really have any, like, just the other day before I came over, I just was looking at my arm when we were out to lunch and there was just a gash. Like, there was just a bloody gash on my arm and I'm like, Cleo, what the hell did you do? And I couldn't remember her scratching me, but I knew she had because she's, I love her. I love her to death, but my cat is an asshole and I hate her. (laughs) And I think that's part of cat ownership. And I was, I was a, I was a veterinary nurse for 10 years before I became a human nurse buddy. And, and I appreciate the story, but this looks like you were gashed on like a fence or something. I mean, yeah. Did you? I was running, running from the um, the the dining area. Like, I had to knock over a few things. A few like, I knocked over a a vendor table, and I got caught by a game yeah. of Marvel Legendary. <laughs> big game, real big. <laughs> you don't realize how big it is until it's it's coming at your arm. But um, you know I. Didn't think about how absurd this whole situation was until you talked about the cosplaying zombies. It. This is so many people must have been caught right? off guard. Like, it's. It'd be funny if it wasn't miserable. Yeah. Did you um? Let me, let me ask you. Um, you said you, I. Where were Where were you when, this all went down? Like, what were you? doing? Were you in a game or a panel? Like, who were you with? Um, I look over at Quinn. And I look back up at you. I was right here. Um, I've ended up coming full circle 
I think I thought that once the horde moved through that maybe they wouldn't come back. Quinn, um, this was his first Gen Con. I think. I think it was. I don't think he made it. And, um, I, uh, was running, I run a game every year for podcasters and, um, wait, (laughs) I was supposed to run for you today. (laughs) I mean, there's still time, right? Like we can run Uh, reflections or something, you know, that's probably (laughs) a little morbid What with the whole dying thing. Yeah. I think there's a world. Uh, Edge of the Empire game I run for podcasters, and Quinn was in it, and we had found this room, which was mostly empty. Set up tables. Um, uh, Troy Pitchelman was in it, too, and I, I don't know what happened to Troy, but... Um, Someone came in, we thought it might be somebody looking for a place to play or maybe security or something coming around just checking the empty rooms and whoever it was came around the corner while we were playing and Quinn's back was to him and I tried to get him off of Quinn and I just couldn't. He just threw me through a wall. Yeah, they're real strong. And uh, I got up and started running. Don't expect that. You know, I've spent my whole life in the medical industry. All I've ever done my whole life is tried to help and heal people and animals. And and there was just something so primal about what was happening. It just triggered something in me. I couldn't stop running. Sorry, Quinn. Yeah, I'm sorry, too. I, um... I noticed that when I was talking to some people, I I came up to a small group of people, I think... I think most of them weren't infected. But as we were talking, as we were huddled, they, um, I thought he was making a bad joke. He just turned to the person next to him and tore into them. And, um, we started to run. They looked so normal right up to that point. And, um, one of the other people in the group, a really big guy, took a chair and hammered that person over the head with it. And um, the thing is, now I don't know who's who anymore. I mean, have you run into that? Can you tell them apart? Have you had to? Have you hurt someone and not been sure? I definitely have hurt people. I don't. I don't think I've killed anyone. At least that's what I'm telling myself, because I I have to tell myself that. But I've definitely seen people acting 
strangely, and knock them aside, hit them with things, you know, boards, display cases, that sort of thing. But the answer is probably. I don't have a real answer for that other than probably. can't do it. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I was gonna do it, and I can't do it. I was going like two. No, I was How gonna long, um, do it because I can't. I can't. <laughs> fuck, fuck. I can't grill someone what? about if they've been turned. I can't do this. I was gonna grill you about, like, if you were bitten and, like, what happened. I can't. I'm not that person. I can't do that. So I'm going to take the gun because I can't... I don't understand what you're saying. You may have been bitten. You may not have been bitten. But, like, if you've been bitten, then I can't stop you. I can't kill you. So I take the gun. I take the bullet out of it. And I throw the gun away. And I toss the bullet over my shoulder. <sighs> if you've been bitten, kill me, because I can't do it. Um, oh man. So you, The you, gun's empty, I threw the bullet over so my shoulder. So the gun's empty and you threw the bullet? I'm destroying the gun. As I was not, in fact, bitten. Oh, my God. <laughs> I I was not bitten either, and I was going to shoot you, Jeff. <laughs> you beat me to the gun. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jeff. I was going to ask I was going to ask you if you really thought that my family was still alive, and if you really thought that I couldn't, I, all I could think of, all I could think of, oh my god, Dan, I, I love and hate you so badly right now. Yo, Dan, you're a uh, bastard. <laughs> you're a freaking monster. All I could think Holy of was my daughter cow. and like, and her like maybe still being alive. And all I could think of was like, I can't, sh- I don't want to shoot Jeff, but I've just had the gun. I'm like, but I can't, I can't take the chance that he's going to kill me either. And what are the odds that the bite isn't in this deck and... Oh my god! I feel like a, I feel I, like a horrible, horrible human being. No, I, I get it. No, I. When get you it. took the when you when you when you took the gun and you destroyed it, I was like, oh god, he really is bitten. He's going to kill me. <laughs> no, I I was about to. I wanted. I really wanted to shoot you, real bad because I knew I wasn't bitten. I wanted to do it, but like, I knew that we were both down to one card, and I was like. I was like, we're running out of time. If he's bitten, then this is it. And I could I was uh, I was I was totally convinced. I was so convinced that you were bitten that I that I threw in the bit about the scratch marks on your arm. Oh man, Jeff, I like feel I'm like I'm like, these are the only choices I have. I have terrible choices. None of these That's are good a, choices. That game is a that game is a nightmare and I love it. 
Yeah, I'm like, I can't. So the three options are kill your companion, kill yourself, or destroy the gun. And I was so convinced that you were bitten that I was like, destroying the gun, destroying the gun is the same as killing myself. And I can't take the chance that my daughter or son is out there somewhere without me. I just couldn't take the chance. Like I couldn't give, I couldn't give up in that way. So glad you destroyed that gun. I I am too. I I I feel bad because I wanted to you. I wanted to use it. Yeah. But I didn't, and I'm real happy about that. Yeah, I'm so glad that you didn't either. You're a better person than I am, Jeff Stormer. <sighs> apparently. Well, that's oh game. my gosh. How you feeling? Do you need to de- do you need to debrief? Feeling all right? <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Do you need to debrief? Because you just found out I would shoot you. I figured a, that'd be the case. I figured a, as much. In a desperate situation. I, you know, well, I, I figured, I figured oh, that. Oh, the whole game, I was like, I'm like, I'm going into this game, but I'm not shooting Jeff. Like, let's go into this game. Let's play this game. But I, I mean, seriously, there's, an, I'm not shooting anyone. <laughs> and then when that moment comes, it's like. But then, but then like we were, you know we were chatting about family. Like he's asking about family. You asked me about family and that kind of stuff. And then I brought up then the, my daughter and my son and my wife. And I'm like, if Megan got them out because my Megan is tenacious and, um, not squeamish. And like, she could have gotten them out of there. And if she had gotten them out of there and gotten to some of our friends, because, like all good geeks, we have a zombie apocalypse plan. Sure. Um, that includes a former Marine sniper friend of ours. Um, I, if she had gotten the kids there, then I can't, I couldn't give up on any of them. And so, what I would have done in real life is checked you over medically and made sure that you weren't bitten and then we'll keep an eye on you. But Dan made a game where I couldn't make that yeah. choice. Yeah, like, oh man. <laughs> so, Dan, you're Gosh. a monster. What a, what a monster! Oh, well, we knew we knew this was going to be intense. We, we knew we knew it was going to be heavy stuff. Uh, I I really appreciate God. I like that God. I really appreciate it. Thank you for suggesting that we do ourselves because that was. Gosh, I don't yeah. know that I would have gotten as and I don't know if I would have gotten as much bleed out of it, and I don't know if that would have been as satisfying for me if we hadn't done that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really wanted the. I really, I really wanted the bleed. Yeah, I did. Like, too. I don't mind. I don't mind some bleed because no, it makes me it. take a look at take a look at some things. <laughs> I wanted it. I wanted it. I wanted um, it real bad, and I'm glad that I, you did. Um, I know, but then I'm like, I'm like, I have to make this choice. I can't because because uh, what what people may or may not have heard, we had to deal the deck twice. Yeah. Because the first time we dealt the deck, I had the bite. <laughs> well, we actually dealt it three and, times because the second time we yeah, dealt it, times, I had yeah. the bite. And because we still had the same deck active, and I the second time we dealt it, I didn't have the bite. I figured the odds were high that Jeff had the bite. And I think maybe that started to plant the seed of, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to shoot Jeff. But then I realized, well, I mean, because there's still a chance that he wasn't bit, but it was a pretty low chance. Yeah, there's a yeah, and then the odds of us neither of us being bitten are real low, and I think I really I'm glad that it worked out that that case ended up being the case. 
Yeah, and you re- so you reshuffled it and dealt it again, and then I didn't have the bite again. And I think that planted the seed in my head like, he has got to have the bite. He has to have the bite because I had this oh. – I'm like, he's got to have the bite. And if he has the bite, that, that's what led me to go like, look, I can do, I, what I want to do is destroy the gun. What I expected to do was destroy the gun. But if I was that convinced that you – if I was that convinced that you had the bite – I couldn't abandon yeah. my family. Well, I oh wanted to. That I, is just when we got low in cards. I was like, I need to shoot him. Like I don't know, I don't know how to grill somebody and whether or not they've been bitten. Like I don't know how to do this, and I can't take the chance. So I sat there looking at that gun card for a long time, and then was just like, I honestly can't do it. And so I was like, and so I threw it away because I really can't kill myself. For a lot of reasons. Oh, gosh. Well, let's breathe. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Whew. That's an intense game. I really enjoyed it. Gosh, that was good. Rich, thank you for coming on Party of One. You're welcome. I'm sorry I had to kill you. Uh, or I didn't, right. I lived. I, I, we both I, lived. It's all I, good. I think what's going to happen is, is actually I'm going to live with that guilt that that was the choice I was I, I was finding myself having to make or wanting or, or going to make, and then I find out like you know a week later as we're running across the country that you're really not bit, and then I have then we have like the episode where I break down oh, and tell you that I was going to go against every every moral fiber of my entire life and uh, would have shot you. Oh man, that would have been a great episode. That would have been a great moment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we kind of got that right at the very end, but like, yeah, that would have been a hell of a moment. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I don't want to be in that show. No, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't want bit. Well, so before we wrap up, um, yeah. why don't you tell people where they can find you online? Tell people where they can find Whelmed online. Tell people where they can find your work in general online. Yeah, thanks. Um, so you can get a hold of me on uh, Twitter, either at Umbral Walker, U M B. R-A-L-W-A-L-K-E-R. You can also get a hold of me and the Whelmed podcast at the YJ Files. Sorry, at the YJ Files. Um, We have a Facebook group for that as well, www.facebook.com slash crashing the mode. And then we have our main website for the podcast as well, which is also www.crashingthemode.com. Hey, future me here. Um, turns out Rich's audio cut us out a few seconds early, so I wanted to tag in and tell you where else you can find him. You can find his writing at richhowardauthor.com. He is also a contributing writer to the role-playing game website tribality.com. And finally, you can find his Patreon at patreon.com slash richhoward, which is where you can support him making RPG and board game content. All right. Rich, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was an amazing experience. Uh, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future who is alive and so that he can wrap up with the show. <laughs> Take it, future me. And cut. I'm going to stop my recording in audacity. Thanks, past me. And thanks again to Rich for coming on to the show. Rich, I formally forgive you for trying to kill me. You are forgiven. Be sure, be sure, be sure to check out Whelm the Young Justice Files. It's amazing it is such a labor of love the passion and the research is so evident in it and i can tell you that there are some huge things coming especially as young justice has been renewed for a third season 
I am so excited for Whelmed. I am so excited for Young Justice. I cannot wait. It is a really exciting time, and I'm so excited for Rich to be a part of it. Also, be sure to check out Rich's work on Tribality. Check out, check out richhowardauthor.com. Follow Rich on Twitter at Umbra Walker. You'll regret doing none of these things because everything Rich does is amazing, and Rich himself is one of the nicest people that I have ever met. He is so consistently enthusiastic, and you're just... Rich, I'm going to cry talking about how great you are. So thank you so much for being you. Anyway, it would take too long to say on air, but I wanted to thank everybody that I chatted with, played games with, everybody that attended the panels at Metatopia this past weekend. It was an amazing and life-affirming experience that I will never forget. So thank you all from the bottom of my heart for being a part of it. As always, you can find Party of One on Twitter at Party of One Pod. Then hop over to Facebook and like the show at facebook.com slash partyofonepodcast. If you want to hear more from me, you can also check out All My Fantasy Children, the podcast where Aaron Catano and I create a role-playing game character based on your listener prompts every single week. This week, we are delving into the shared universal lore of our fantasy children. It's really interesting and sweeping and epic and a little bit romantic and tragic, too. I think that you're going to love it. You can find that at soundcloud.com slash allmyfantasychildren or on Twitter at amfc underscore podcast. Finally, if you really enjoy the show, consider backing us on Patreon at patreon.com slash partyofonepodcast. You'll get some neat rewards like access to the GM's notebook, which is where you can find bonus material, outtakes, D&D monsters, and more. Access to the vault of lost episodes, rough cuts of upcoming episodes, and more. You can also consider telling a friend. Social media shoutouts, iTunes reviews, and word-of-mouth recommendations mean a tremendous amount in helping the show grow and prosper. Party of One is produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran featuring the D&D Sluggers. Until next time, thank you so much for listening, and party on, party people!